Welcome to Good Morning Owls, a podcast every Tuesday where we talk about food, relationships, and culture. My name is Eric, along with co-hosts Matt and Leah. We discuss one question from each topic to get the conversation started. Kicking it off with food, we have Matt with a question. Good morning, guys. Good morning, my dude. My question for you today, it's fall time, so what is your favorite fall dish? So I'll start by saying mine is, and, and it can be anything. It can be an entree. It could be dessert. Mine is pumpkin pie. Oh, okay. I love pumpkin pie. It's, I, I can't have it year round though. It has to be in the fall. There's some nostalgic value there. So when you say fall dish, mm-hmm. are you, so you're not talking a complete meal. It could it, be one thing or can it be it a drink? It could be one thing. It could be a drink. Yeah. Okay. See, Matt, I totally thought you were going to say turkey dinner. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, okay. I would have put money on that. <laughs> well, you can because... Because <laughs> <laughs> this comes at the end of dinner? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean... Pulling out the wallet right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, see, as an entree, yes. Okay. Like turkey dinner for sure. But like, but when I think fall, I think pumpkin pie. So like... It's amazing. It is. Now, not everything pumpkin pumpkin spiced is amazing. No. But pumpkin pie, yeah. Yeah. Although this might be controversial. Oh. I make my pumpkin pie without the crust. Oh, without the crust. Without the crust. I don't like the crust. (laughs) Why? Do you like the crust? I love the crust. (laughs) A lot of people leave the... Not the bottom layer of crust, but that top part. It's dry. It's dry. A lot of people leave that. flaky. I mean, I think that's the objective of pie crust to be dry and flaky, but um, yeah, too well, much. There's some crusts though that get it perfect though, like moist crust. It's perfect. It's, We're gonna have to try the pumpkin pie you've been eating. Yeah, I, yeah you will. Because grandma's special ingredient. That's <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe I've I've had the secret this whole time and keeping it from the world. <laughs> All right, and I know I'm not supposed to like dwell on this too much, but this is something I have to ask: pumpkin pie, whipped cream. Or a Cool Whip. Whipped cream. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. We can still be friends. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking ice cream. That, <laughs> ice cream? Pride Dairy ice cream. Oh. Pumpkin pie? On everything. <laughs> oh, you, I you know love you can't see us, ladies and gentlemen. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm down, down 10 pounds. Stepped on the scale this morning. Congratulations. Yeah. I'll just wait till you taste that pumpkin pie. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm eating a donut. <laughs> oh man well ladies first what do you think what's your go-to dish in the fall so when i think autumn i automatically think soup stews and chili because finally like it's that comfort food warm you up when it's really bitterly cold outside Um, and the transition from summer to autumn seems to be like the most shocking for me fall to winter i'm like I got this already, but like that, like that summer, I'm not ready. And so I, she makes good soups. <laughs> have you had some of her soup? I haven't. No. So like a hearty soup. So my soups usually verge on chilies. Like they're, they're pretty thick. So that's what I, that's my go-to. Like actual chilies? Like, like chili. Like chili peppers? Like things like oh, that. Oh, like with chili. <laughs> Raw chilies out of the, <laughs> oh. Are you talking chili Almost like all the- my soups have chili with adobo in them, but So like no. chili you'd have like with a football game yeah, on yeah. Sunday, like that kind of thing. 100%. The ones that oh. it's like okay to like put the 
all the dairy products in it, this oh. cheese and the sour cream. Yeah, all but, of that. Yeah, all of that. I make vats of soup and chili. Dang. Well, I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah. Because I'm so. a chili advocate too. So. Ooh. Chili do you like beans in your chili? I do. Pinto Good. beans. Pinto beans. Pinto beans. Yeah. Okay. Well, we might need to broaden your horizons. <laughs> okay. With, with different beans, but there are a lot yeah. of beans out there. Yeah. There's... <laughs> <laughs> and you know what happens when the more you eat? What's that? No. You get the 10 pounds back? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Extra protein. <laughs> yeah, that would be my go-to autumn meal. That's that's nice. Is there a particular, like, if you had to pick right now out of all of those things to eat, which one would you pick? Like what type of soup? Yeah. Oh. Uh, right now, I'll go for a good chili. Good chili. Good chili. Spicy. Just flat out chili. Perfect. Chili is good. You know what goes really well with, with chili? <laughs> Ice cream. Cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably my fall favorite meal. And there's a mm. car alarm going off out there. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't help to be right next to an automotive repair shop. <laughs> that's our that's our live audience. Yeah. Favorite and autumn meal? It's my favorite meal ever. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, so it goes well with fall, summer, football game on Sunday. I, if I was to pick something primarily that's only eaten in fall and I would pick one thing, it would probably be uh, mashed potatoes. Oh. Because I, I typically don't have mashed potatoes throughout the year. Garlic? Uh, yeah, garlic mashed potatoes mm-hmm. with some gravy, mm-hmm. like turkey gravy. Because you don't have yeah. turkey gravy. At, at least me, I don't have turkey gravy unless it's around the holidays. I Yeah. So you're thinking Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving comes to mind when I think mm-hmm. of fall. And pumpkins. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. <laughs> Moving on to the next pointed topic, we have Leia's with the with today's uh, relationship topic. Oh, gosh. Ooh. All right. Good morning, guys. So when I picked this topic, I thought it was going to be easy. And I came up with the question, um, what are your first date deal breakers? Um, now, like in my mind, um, and looking back on my dating history, I always kind of went into dates thinking everyone deserves a second date because you go in and there's nerves or things don't happen the way you want them to. And so everyone kind of deserves a second chance. So if the date was like, meh, well, I'm going to give them a second chance. And if the second one is meh, then see you later. Um, <laughs> hit the road, Jack. <laughs> but then there were some dates that the first date was so incredibly bad that that rule didn't hold true. And so I'm like, okay, that's gonna be a great question. And then I pondered the question for a while and I was like, I don't even know what my deal breakers are. <laughs> you gotta have one. Okay, but I came up with a list of three. Oh, okay. Okay. So- <laughs> you, said- you, you took that plural, deal breakers. <laughs> deal breakers, because like there wasn't one that was like huge. So I thought these three would like maybe strike a chord with someone. So I'm gonna go from like, the least detrimental to the most detrimental. Um, so number one, showing up really late for the date. Mm. So tardiness. Yeah. Mm. And like five minutes is okay. I'm notoriously early for stuff like that. Um, but it's also, I understand the perspective. A lot of people like to be five minutes late so they can be the second one there to kind of scope up the, scope out the situation. Mm-hmm. And things are like not so great, they're going to leave, right? Um, but five minutes late is different than 
25 minutes late or five hours late what I experienced once. Five hours? Five hours. What I think, a dude. Yeah, that's a wow. conversation for another day, I think. It's going to be a podcast, just Leia, about the terrible dates. <laughs> Stay tuned for the book. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's number three. Number two would be bad personal hygiene. Mm. Yeah, that's a big one. Mm. Yeah. yeah, A lot of dudes don't know that one, <laughs> unfortunately. Like, holes in the shirt, um, just not smelling great, bad breath. It's a first day. It's a first impression. I think that like that if he shows up like that or he or she shows up like that for the first date, you're trying to think of what they're going to be like 10 months down the road. Mm. Right? That's yeah. a scary thought. Well, those those are important. They are. The, the smelling good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, you got to buy some cologne. Yeah. And then the breath one. Or even deodorant. Men's deodorant smells amazing. That's why I wear it. Yeah. Did you, did you know that majority <laughs> awesome. of bad breath, <clears throat> you can brush your teeth every day, but you still may have bad breath because most of the odor that comes from bad breath comes from inside your teeth. Well, not inside, but inside the cracks <laughs> of your teeth and then under your tongue and on your gums above and, your teeth. And on top of your tongue. Too. And on top of your tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't a lot of halitosis too like mm-hmm. digestion based? Yeah. So if you're eating a lot of unhealthy fatty foods, yeah. you may belch more, which mm-hmm. causes more odor in your mouth. So, I mean, that is something to consider. That, but that's big. A lot of dudes avoid that. Yeah. So if you're a dude listening, that's a pretty important tip. <laughs> What's your third deal breaker? So this is number one. And we know that like everything's better with food and drink. Mm-hmm. So a lot of dates revolve around eating out at a restaurant. Because I saw that look, Matthew. <laughs> what? What did I do? <laughs> what kind of look was that, Matt? <laughs> I didn't know I did one. <laughs> um, you didn't catch that? Jeez, I gotta, oh, gotta add that to the list, I guess. <laughs> All right, number one deal, deal breaker. breaker. Being rude to the wait staff. Oh, yeah. that's my number one deal breaker. So if they're rude to strangers for no reason or think they're better than people who are working in the service industry, that's my cue to leave. Mm. That's a big one. That is big. I, I'm not surprised, but I'm surprised it's at the top. Mm-hmm. So that's... Well, I feel as though we're always nicest to people that we're, we don't know, right? Like our loved ones around us take the brunt of our anger usually and frustration um, probably because we know that they're never going to leave us um, so <laughs> I feel like we put on our best face when we go out into public and we're talking to strangers so if you can't even do that like what are you like at home behind closed doors that's very true that's a good point very true I mean Matt what what has been a deal breaker for you what's the number one deal, deal mm. breaker um, I think it's it's dialect for me. It's how how she talks, mm-hmm. not necessarily what she says, but it's how she delivers it. So, because you can really tell a lot, especially someone like me who enjoys writing and mm-hmm. and like listening to people. Um, not hopefully that's not weird. <laughs> Sounded weird then. <laughs> and now for our moment, uh, what, what moment. Did you, what what would you call it? The microphone. Oh. What's that stuff called again? A Foley? No, no, no. The, the, uh, it's not on my mind. The sexual sound play. Oh, ASMR. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh. That's, yeah. 
Now for a brief ASMR session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, no, just go well, weird fast. <laughs> I, you know, I think, it, but it is dialect. Um, I think, especially the words that are being used, you can tell someone's, and, and not necessarily like their intelligence, but just like like how genuine they are with the words they use. If you hear words that are like words that you never hear, well, then it sounds probably like it's too try hard. But, and you can see it, you can, we're all human. And I think we all have that level of perception to some degree that we can kind of pick up on that. So like if I pick up on a girl and, and this has happened before, we're like, she'll say something and I just kind of like in inside lift my eyebrows and just like, what did she just say? <laughs> you know, I have a question for you. Yeah. So, so much of dating starts online these days. Mm-hmm. And I, I have not even got to the first date a lot because oh. of the way that people write, 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 right. <laughs> um, and I find it extremely lazy to use short form, yada, yada. Sure. I've been called. I've been called a grammar Nazi by guys who don't even know me, but I'm like, okay, (laughs) police. Like, well, I think, I think it does apply to writing too. But have you ever been taken aback because you've had great texting conversation with a girl and then you meet her in person or talk on the phone with her and you actually hear the way that she talks and when, whoa, did not see that one coming. (laughs) There's, there's a few curveballs in there for sure. I think, I don't know. Most of those people that I've run into, are usually the shyest. So usually the ones that say the least are the ones that text more. That's what I've noticed in my They feel confident in the digital world. Yeah. Like they they know exactly what to say, when to say it, when they're writing, but then you put them in person. And and I can kind of relate to this myself because I, I would like to think that I'm a, a decent writer, but in but person- quick. You're quick, you're be. funny. You're quick in person too, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it depends yeah. on the people though, too. That, that if it, is, yeah. if it's someone new, I like with you guys, I can I can do that no problem. But I think if it's you know if it's someone new and I don't know how they perceive or write, um, then I'll 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 kind of tread that a little bit more carefully. Okay. So I mean the puns don't stop though. I mean that that'll <laughs> happen everywhere. If you got puns, you got a mat. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well that is a very important one. What I, about you? You know, I, I think for me, and this is, I don't know, I, I hope this doesn't come off wrong because it's something that, that people do do as well. And then you can't really control this one. Like it's not not something you can control. Uh, but a deal breaker, and I can't really pinpoint one exactly because it really depends on the person. Mm-hmm. I think what you said about intellect's important and what you kind of said too. Um, a deal breaker for me in the past has actually been a laugh. A laugh. And uh, I, see, that's so hard to say because it's almost like out of that person's control. That person just laughs a certain way. It is, but you potentially have to live with that laugh I, forever. I know, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was just like, you know, I, I would, I would make her laugh quite frequently, and and I was just like, oh my god, just well, I'm I don't, so funny. I don't think it's I'm hilarious. <laughs> like some people would call that like, and, and not saying this, but yeah. some people refer to that kind of stuff as being shallow. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, I don't think that's shallow at all. I don't think so either. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's really, and, and that's kind of the thing because mm-hmm. it, 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 in some extent, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you want to, you want to find somebody that you're compatible with on a, a deeper level. And that's the long-termness of love, obviously. But I, I think, 
some of those initial things are really important. I know some people teeth, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, how people, you know, how their hair is, mm-hmm. how, you know, people well, have parents, their own quirks. I mean, like Leia Chest said, hair. it's a first impression. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, you know, I think first impression comes with looks. You know, they say yeah. don't judge a book by its cover. Well, what yeah. makes you pick up a book in the first place sometimes? Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. got a cool artwork on it or it looks yeah. cool, well, it's most likely going to draw you to go pick it up. And I'm not just saying that because I'm an artist. You know, mm-hmm. I'm saying that because that's that's just how we work as humans. Sounds like we have a topic for next week. We do. (laughs) I'll lead that one. All right, guys, moving into our final and last question of the day. It's a culture topic. And these ones can get kind of deep. My culture topic for the day, uh, I'm actually changing on you guys. Last second. Curveball. Okay. What I originally had was what's more important for a community, art or sports. And this one's a deep topic. We could get on this one for Mm -hmm. a while. But I'm going to go a little bit more fantasy sci-fi culture on us. And my question is going to be, is Sasquatch real? (laughs) And if so, I'm going to go even further. If Sasquatch was to be real, where is he at? That's That's my question. Where is Sasquatch at? So you got to answer it then. Um, <laughs> and no, just repeating Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. please. <laughs> was that on his podcast? Yeah, yeah but he was, he was sleeping, remember? Yeah, so he was soaking it in. <laughs> the subconscious subconsciously soaking it in. Did they talk about where he was located? Uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say where necessarily, but just the overall concept of oh, the validity of yeah yeah. Oh well, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, I want to talk about where is he? Okay, um, so. Where I think Sasquatch would be, um, I think he's in. I think he's in. Uh, I think he's in Africa. <laughs> I think he's in the the zone up in the mountains. Are you gonna substantiate that with any evidence, or is like <laughs> you just like yeah, that looks like a cool place to chill. The whole entire continent of Africa. Well, I mean. Soak it up the rays. So which, which mountains are we talking about? <laughs> What's the one there? Kilimanjaro? I am Is terrible. You sh- I am terrible with geography, so I, I'm i exempt from this part of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where, where it's at? Kilimanjaro? You, you could say Kilimanjaro. I think he's on that mountain. <laughs> I don't know where he's That's at. That's the, the top, one I think. The very top? He's just roaming around. <laughs> and how many of them, I don't know. But how does he remain hidden if there's no... I mean, unless there's trees or something, right? I gotta look it up. <laughs> I, I think there is trees. Kilimanjaro. I mean, I'm not too familiar on... It's probably not even an Africa. Africa landscape. Every time I hear Africa, I think safari. So I think desert. So my, in my mind right now, Sasquatch is just roaming the desert. Hot. This could be... It's in Tanzania. Tanzania, right? So it's Africa. Oh, the highest, look that up. highest mountain in Africa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the accurate elevation is uh, 4,900 meters above Fun the facts, plateau yeah. base. It's a dormant volcano, actually. <laughs> obvious spot for Sasquatch. To be. <laughs> yeah, Let obvious. me show you some pictures. No. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, there's giraffes at the bottom of the hill, dude. What? So they look at that. They, is that not a spot where Sasquatch would live? I mean, I could see him living there. Is he a fan of snow, though? Yeah, with that fur. <laughs> well, well, he's always in snow on the Coors. That's true. 
It's very true. And the yeah. beef jerky ones, the he's beef, always in yeah, the, the he woods. Al- he always makes an appearance in those. Mm-hmm. He must get paid pretty well. <laughs> well, you would hope if you lived in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a long flight. That yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> to fly back and forth, do all those commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Good commission. Where, so where's he at? What do, what do you guys think? Kilimanjaro is my place. I think he's there. That's where humans came out of Earth, right? We're not starting on that conversation. <laughs> all right, Matt. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think... The Earth's belly button opened up and humans popped out. Is that what you're going? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm all for like the mystery and the mystique that comes with Sasquatch. It, it's fascinating to me. Um, I just in the in the the shows and and the research I've done, Sasquatch. If I was to pick a place, it like I don't want to rule the United States as being the only spot that he he'd be, but I think. Uh, like when I think, at least in the past too, I've heard Yukon because Yukon is largely inhabited. Mm-hmm. And so like, like, but when people spot him, quote unquote, it doesn't necessarily mean he lives there. It just means like he might be passing through. Oh, he's a nomad. Yeah, he's a nomad. But I think Yukon would be his, his go-to territory. I mean, why wouldn't it be? I mean, it's got everything you need. Yeah, it's cold. But like you said, he's got the fur. So... Yeah. I mean, so he's able to withstand all that stuff. And it's, I mean, people aren't going to go to the Yukon besides hunting and, you know, camping outdoors things. And someone might see them there. But I think the overall concept of Sasquatch, I think, fascinates me. Kind of reminds me of like the UFOs and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, life is so boring if you didn't ponder on the possibility that these things could be real. That's just what, yeah, how I feel about it. So I think it's safe to say that he is roaming. <laughs> You know, it could be in the the whole of the the whole of the earth. Oh, the up hollow, in Canada, hollow earth, the hollow earth. Yeah, maybe there's a ton of Sasquatches in there. There could be. Don't go too far; you might fall off the end. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about the hollow earth? No. Well, another topic. Another topic. Another topic. There it is. What do you think, Leah? Um, I'm gonna go with home base for the Sasquatch. I'm gonna place him underneath the Vatican. So he's okay. going to be in that special room with the Lost Ark and all the ancient uh, treasures. That's cool. Yeah. He's he's down there. Just living like a king. Can he swim? He can do whatever yeah. he wants. He's Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. I mean, at this point, he's basically immortal. So he can do anything, yeah. anytime. He's probably chilling with Noah's Ark right now somewhere and... Was he one? Was there two Sasquatches on his boat? Probably. Jeez. Uh, is there a lot of Sasquatch babies? Oh. <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Good Morning Owls. We'll see you next week. See ya. See you next week.